Welcome to the Music of America podcast, where every week we visit a different state in America and meet a different guest in the music industry. Every day, Monday through Friday, we begin in Alabama and we end in Wyoming. I'm your host, Tom Pollard. Let's talk music here on the Music of America. The Music of America podcast continues. We're still in North Carolina. We're going to be in Granite Falls. Now, if names like Wolfman Jack, Wayne Newton, Joe Walsh, Wilson Pickett, if those don't sound familiar to you, then you're in for a real treat because you're going to get a little rock and roll history here. And if you are familiar with those names, sit back and enjoy the ride because these are some of the names that will come up during the podcast today when we talk with Zick Zach and the band Nod Notwin. You know, I was talking to a friend of mine about my brother's couple's workbook called Two Years After Forever. It's sort of a how-to guide to improve your communication skills, which, as anyone knows in any relationship, is crucial. So we spoke later in the conversation. I mentioned the book again. Two Years After Forever is the name of the book I told you my brother wrote. And she interrupts him. She goes, oh, wait, oh, your brother's book. I thought you meant a book that you borrowed from your brother. Three little words, my brother's book, two interpretations. Well, in two years after forever, there are exercises that help you form better communicative skills to avoid pratfalls just like that one. Along with your partner, learning and applying these exercises help you get back on track to why two years ago you pledged a life together forever. Two years after forever, two years after forever.com, and available at Amazon today and forever. Zig, I'm just going to call you Zig because there's just so many names that got written down here. <laughs> <laughs> but Zig Zach is our guest today. He's a singer, songwriter, entertainer, and just a filmmaker, producer, and just done so many things in the industry. And I'm really honored to be given the opportunity to interview you. Uh, you're with a band called Nod Notwin, right? And, and right. Do you tour with them or you play locally or... We are working right now on three concerts, but the, the concerts itself is an event uh, that we'll do at uh, certain civic centers, uh, and we will be filming uh, for a feature film uh, the rock opera that we've written called The Great Reset. Oh, wow. And How one exciting. of the songs we'll hear today, Raw, is the first song on the second half of the rock opera. Uh-huh. And it basically, um, we we basically have written a very compelling rock opera that educates, mm -hmm. challenges, free and free speech, and all of those things. Is it about the Great Reset? Yes, it is. Uh -huh. um, um, just a brief background on me. Um, I have did consultations with four presidents and nine governors wow so i've seen a lot let's put it that way yeah and so i i have a very clear view of what we've gone through particularly since uh 2019 okay to today mm -hmm. so what my producer and i and our music director did is that we produce music like we've always done we we produce what we see in life and experience and it's it, it, it's historical and biological and biography and all those things. So what we do is we produce this rock opera, and it's designed to be, become a feature film. That's so. Cool. The rock opera has been released, The Great Reset. And to answer your question, yes, um, 
all I've done is I know what's going on. I've read what they're going to do and then what they're actually doing. And yes, it's, it's not a conspiracy theory. It's really going on. It's what's happening now and has been happening. I mean, literally now at the time of this recording, Davos is going on over in Switzerland. Exactly. Yeah. So just, just let you know, I'm tuned in. And there's references (laughs) in the songs to Klaus Schwab. Oh, no kidding. The WEF. I, yeah. I wrote a song called Christendom, which I'm not very uh, kind to King, King Charles III. <laughs> or the I can't Pope. wait to hear this. Can't you know, hear this. Yeah. so it, it, if, if, you, if you go through the whole thing, first you hear the rock, the, the, rock, the album, The Great Reset, and then go into the album Raw. Uh-huh. It's one of the songs you're going to play is Raw. Uh-huh. And you're going to be able to hear features of what we're talking about in that song. Oh, okay. So raw, although it's in the opera, it's also a standalone project. Uh, raw is it, it's already been released. We've released uh-huh. two albums: one called "The Great Reset," uh-huh. and the other one called "Raw," and they fit together to make up okay. a twenty-one song rock opera. That so was I know, planned, I, I, I know that what I'm was listening. Form in three uh, uh, civic centers and film it for the feature film. Okay, and then it'll make the whole story all come together. Then exactly. Cool. So let's talk about you, your background. Obviously, you know what you're doing and you've done this. How long have you been in the industry? How long have you been playing music? And and I, I prof- we'll, say prof- we'll say professionally, not talking about your high school bands, you know, and the garage bands and stuff. But Well, I mean, let's put it this way. Um, when I was growing up, of course, I had my music on the Newton side and on the Pruitt side. At Christmas, you can hear about 40 people playing uh 40 different instruments and it's all bluegrass oh no kidding and that's how i was raised but i was raised around people like you know charlie uh monroe yeah uh my cousin um he's he's a moore jason moore who died on stage oh my gosh died up walking up on stage at, heart attack he, he's, or? In, he's in his 40s but he that year in 2023 he was uh awarded the basis of the year in the country music awards no kidding wow i mean he was just an extraordinary he he founded the the band mountain heart but that's just one thing is that my cousin charlie played the dobro my brother brother played the banjo who he was taught by um scrubs flat and scrubs flat and scrubs no kidding wow yeah so uh, but I had other things in me. My family knew I sang. I sang a lot growing uh-huh. up. But I learned how to play the guitar in secret. In the secret? And I, I, I was in a band uh, in Lynchburg, Virginia on a, um, I was at about 25 years old on a um, Jerry Lewis telephone. Uh-huh. And that's how my family found out I wrote music, sung, and formed. Oh, we doing? Because they didn't know. Let me back up. You said Pruitt when you were listing uh, your your family name. So there's a Jeannie Pruitt that used to sing country. Are you related to her? I don't know. Okay, I don't. It's, know. it's, it's one of those. She was kind of an obscure artist, you know. Uh, she might have had a hit. You know what I mean? Well, you know? it, it's like when I was a teenager, we would go sneak through the woods. When we were all young, and uh-huh. about seven of us would play bluegrass in the woods, and and then we would have people show up like Vince Gill. No kidding. Uh, wow. We used to call him Snotty. <laughs> <laughs> Snotty because his nose was running all the time. 
So next time you go to a Vince Gill concert, just hold up a sign that says, hey, snotty. Oh, oh yeah. So um, <laughs> now, and, 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 you know, as time went on, I had so many different things going on. I always wrote music. I've been writing music since 1970. And mm -hmm. we have seven albums out there now. We're getting ready to add an eighth one and a ninth one. They're all as either zigzag or... It's not not one. Not, it's, not one. You, you can. It's on 150 platforms. Okay. You, know, you can you can get it Apple or any Diesel or YouTube or any of that stuff. It's uh -huh. all out there. Okay. Uh, all the music. Um. It was interesting. You see, the name of our band used to be Zach and the Pit Crew. Okay. And we released seven albums. And then what happened was we went and to DistroKid. Are you familiar with DistroKid? No, no. They're a distributor. Um, and they distributed all our stuff. And I wrote a song on one of the albums. It's called Satan's Dead. <laughs> and complaints came up through Spotify. And they went over to uh, DistroKid, which they're connected at the hip. And DistroKid mm -hmm. canceled our music worldwide why it's it it's 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 this it's this woke nonsense no kidding okay. it was woke and they didn't like they uh canceled many of the artists with they even canceled my producer um wow. they would just they would just and they kept the money they said that's a crazy thing when we were making thousands of dollars they just they they canceled it and kept it yeah. So what we did was my producer and I decided we got to re-release all this music, write some new albums, and we got to have a new name. In other words, we can't go on Zach and the Pit Crew because right. they may not let them post it. So we took my name, which is Don Newton, spelled backwards as Nod Notland. Okay. <laughs> and we released all that music um, and uh, through CD Baby, and it stayed up. Okay. So we, we named the band Nod Not One, changed it from Zach and the Pit Crew, originally really to try to sneak our music back online and keep it from being shut down worldwide. Uh-huh. And you're getting away with it, right? Yeah, so far. So far. So who's I mean, uh, we went from DistroKid distribution to uh, CD Baby, and they're more reasonable. They're in Texas. Okay. And I if, if you... If you release on platforms and stuff like that, I mean, I recommend somebody like C CD Baby, but stay away from Distro Kid. I hear all good things about CD Baby. I've never heard one bad thing about them. So it's good. It's good I, I've been with CD Baby for over 20 years. Yeah. Uh, but it was a different thing. It w we didn't distribute through them. So what happened was my producer uh, done his research and we decided to redistribute all our music through CD Baby. Gotcha. Now, earlier you dropped some names, and I dropped them in the intro here. Uh, people that you've met through your career, performed with, or, or been associated with. Wayne Newton, it's pretty obvious with the last name, where Wayne Newton came in, right? He's family. Right. Um, but uh, the, the name that really intrigued me was was Wilson Pickett and Wolfman Jack. How well, those the, truth, the, the truth is, is, is that at that time, I mean, I was in Wilmington, and I started an entrepreneurial council with um, Screen Gems, Frank Capra Jr., um, Bill Arnold, a lot of actors to produce a money machine to fund independent film. Uh -huh. And it went over big. And so, um, but at that time, after Wolfman died, that's how 
um, a, a, a guy from Sonic Records had heard about me, and that's when he came and said, let's produce a song. Uh-huh. So we went to uh, Star Trek Studio with Blake Scott, yeah. a couple of the people on that album. Uh, we've got an album called Give the Dog a Bone and Chicken Farm. A couple of the players is um, is um, Mike McKenzie and Clyde Maddox of the Super Grit Cowboy Band, and you can Google them. I mean, uh-huh. he's called the Man of Steel. He's once referred to as the best steel guitar player in the world. McKenzie, and when you hear his work, you can believe it. Mike McKenzie. Uh, this is um, this is um, um, Clyde Maddox. Okay, him I've not heard, but Mike McKenzie I've heard. And Mike Kendricks is also on the Super Cowboy Grit Band. He played a fiddle and uh, did some harp work for us, and he did a okay. really good job. Uh, but back to the story, um, what I can say, uh, okay, in the in the vaults at Star Trek Studio, um, Wolfman Jack was actually, uh, and you can see pictures of Wolfman in his studio on our website. He would he was producing an album, a couple of albums, I believe, and the people that marched into little the little studio in Washington, uh, North Carolina was people like Joe Walsh to play on the album, Wilson Pickett, Wilson Pickett singers, uh, and the list goes on and on. But that parade of stars happened in secret in this little town called Washington, North Carolina. Okay. Okay. And that's where our studio still is, and um, and then my work here. And uh, I mean, basically, we have that studio. We have another studio with our music director George Wise, and then uh, I'm developing a specialized studio here in my in my uh, office. Now, it but what happened was when it uh, Wolfman Jack was getting ready to come out as Wolfman in the house. And he was going to come out, and he could have got any any. He was the icon of the icons. He could have got any icon to play with him, right? Which would have been a super band. And he was going to and tour. He was going to come out and tour. Yeah. So yeah. after he went to Japan, he was promoting his book "Have Mercy," which is you can still read it. He came back, said he was glad to be home, and then fell dead on top of his wife, Miss Smith. My God. His last name was Smith, and she she was trapped under his body. I understand for a number of hours. Wow! Uh, so that was a horrible thing for her to go to. But she she has the estate and her son. So that um, and, and Lonnie Napier, I have to mention him. He's also was a producer for um, um, for Wolfman Jack. He's got a syndicated radio program. Last I heard. Um. But as it, as it went on, they were going to do this, and then and a lot of people don't realize Wolfman Jack lived in North Carolina. Right, we talked about that. I yeah, that, that's California where he, guy. That's yeah. where he settled. Uh, so when he died, that left a real vacuum of some of the best talent I've ever seen. Uh-huh. And so um, we produced the first song we produced was called Berry Hill Hollow, and um, we had about fifty. 15 musicians play on the on on the project for the album uh, uh, Chicken Farm and the one called uh, Give the Dog a Bone uh-huh. and uh, all that stuff you can hear. Uh, in fact, we got one uh, song, uh, Young Man Crying came off Give the, Give the Dog a Bone and Young Man Crying came off Chicken Farm 
and Raw came off the album Raw out of the uh, uh, rock opera. Right. So, um, and I have it deep down, if there's a change in the estate, I believe we could raise uh, capital to produce a feature film about Wolfman Jack. That's my one of my long-term goals. I would absolutely buy a ticket to see that movie, and I don't go to the movies much, you know. But that's what I'm saying. Who would you have? Who would you have play Wolfman, maybe? Well, at one time, I thought about somebody like Dan Aykroyd. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. Dan yeah. Aykroyd, I mean, right now, I don't, you know, his age and stuff. Um, but it would be a Dan Aykroyd-like or John Belushi-like person who, yeah. um, you know, with the, with the, I mean, the film industry that Wolfman produced in, he, he did, he worked on Tommy, he worked on um, the one with um, uh, Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Heart Band. Uh-huh, yeah. Um, of course, he had the Midnight Special thing going on, and right. so he was an icon of the icon. And the, and the tragic end of that story ends in our studio. Oh, it does. No kidding. How so? Well, here are these two albums that's in the vault uh -huh. that the world has never heard of original music with Wolfman Jack on it. Right, right. Being backed by the icons of the icons. And it can't be released right now because of, let's call it, a financial disagreement with the estate. Okay. So it's it's sitting there. Right. It's sitting there. But once and, that gets you know, and out. We, we have a great deal of respect for Miss Smith, his his wife and stuff, so we just patiently wait to see what kind of changes occur. Yeah. Well back to now your music, Raw, uh did that come out you said that's part of the rock opera, so that came out after the rock opera then, right? No, I, we actually released Raw first, which became the last half of the opera. And the latest okay. release that we've done, I mean, we did the release of The Great Reset. Right, but the song so the Raw was on March. There. I mean, the, the songs, it's like, I mean, it marches. We've got a song called Gasoline, Digital Dollar. Uh -huh. We've got a, a song called AR Food 15, using <laughs> food as a weapon. Uh, we we got the song about Christendom. Uh, we got a song that's beautiful called "If I Never See You Again," and that song was written because, for example, watching my cousin die, uh -huh. yeah, uh, just dropped dead, and so many artists have just dropped dead, right? And so that song was written. Blake saw it. We saw suicides. We saw people dying, and he wrote the music, and I wrote the words, and it's called "If I Never See You Again." Yeah, and it's okay. a real it's a real emotional experience because during during this lockdown and pandemic, we lost so many people. Lost so many people, right? And and how many people did you know either passed away and you couldn't go see them, or they were in the hospital you couldn't go see them? Well, you got to understand. I mean, one of my backgrounds. Okay, uh, I used to do. I I'm one of the nation's first cyber crime instructors. Oh, okay. I'm an expert in nuclear because I'm a I'm a member of the Three Mile Island recovery team, so I've provided consultations on nuclear terrorism and those things. Uh -huh. And I'm also have a background in bioterrorism. I used growing up uh, in ninth grade, I started working in hospitals, and I worked in seven hospitals and became a respiratory therapist. Wow! But my work with Homeland Security as a consultant um, is I addressed 
what can be done during a pandemic. This was in 2007, and then bam, it hit. Yeah. That was um, back when, was that when monkey flu was coming around then? or uh, Back then, 2007, that that was when they was trying to push uh, H1N1. H1N1, that's right. Yeah. Uh, they, they were pushing all sorts of stuff. Look, this is a bioweapon. Yeah, right. The shot is not a vaccine. It's an mRNA vaccine. It, it edits your genes and deposits uh, foreign DNA into your body. Um, a vaccine, I'm not an anti-vaxxer. Uh -huh. Like a, a, a true vaccine, like a smallpox, where they take the dead virus right. and, and build it. That's a true vaccine. Right. This is not a vaccine. And so what happened, the people that died, I, had, I was a special consultant to Charlotte Hospital and uh, I did work with nurses and doctors and stuff and I explained to all of them what was going on, what was happening and they made changes in their direction and mm -hmm. actually saved lives where other hospitals were destroying them. Wow. Well, uh, that's, that's a show for a different format. <laughs> I guess you know, that, but that's really interesting stuff. That's uh, how that's how the the album Great Reset and Raw right, right. came about. Okay, well, Raw is the first song we're going to listen to. So, mm -hmm. can you tell me what that song specifically refers to? What's Raw spelled backwards? Oh, okay, yeah, war, right? It's about World War One, World War, the World Wars, and 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 World War Three is in there. Yeah. Are other wars tied in with that? Korea, Vietnam, Middle it, East. It, it comes out. I mean, we do a song. The next song on Raw was "Happy uh, Happy John." It's about ha uh, an American uh, young man who was happily married. Then he went to the trenches, and the next song was called "Rain." And he's and he's right. He got a letter from his wife that uh, a dear John letter. Oh no! And he was sick with Spanish flu and that, all that kind of stuff. Wow. Uh, and then um, we had a song about um, uh, the United Nations being, we had one called World Raw II about World War II. Uh -huh. We have one called The Disgusting Thing about the UN. <laughs> and we have one called um, um, uh, about lost wars, about things like Korea, Vietnam, right. um, you know, and, and so forth and so on. Yeah. We have canceled. That's a song about us uh, getting our music canceled. That's fun. Well, let's uh, listen to this first so one. You see the picture of how yeah. life plays out here. Yeah, I, I think it's brilliant what you put together and how you put it together in opera format. I think that's fascinating. Thank I'm, you, uh, I'm in Vermont and in, in Missouri. And in Missouri, I'm building a studio. So when I'm down there working on my studio, that's when I get a chance to listen to different artists from the Music of America podcast. Now I've got a whole opera I have to listen to while I do my, <laughs> <in> my drywall. <laughs> well, one of the songs I'll focus on is our first song we're going to hear here on the podcast. Zigzag is our guest, the band Nod Notwin, and the song is called Raw on the Music of America podcast. Man. 
The song is called Rob with Zigzag Zig Zack here on the Music of America podcast. I'm not a big fan of cats. If you've heard this podcast, you've heard me say this before. I don't like cats. I've, I've had cats. I don't like cats. Now, though, maybe, maybe I'd be able to like them again. Kitty's Litter Box, a new innovation in the litter box, takes away a lot of that which I just liked about cats, and that's mainly the litter box. Kitty's Litter Box is a completely biodegradable litter system that eliminates the hassle of cleaning out the litter box. You know, changing the litter, the yuck. All right. This one, you simply open it after Kitty has done her business for about a month or so. You simply close the box and throw it away. 30 days use or so, throw it away. None of the extra cleaning of the litter box. Kitty's Litter Box, it makes the ease of cleaning the litter box by eliminating the need to clean it. You just throw it away. So if you love cats, you might love your cat even more with Kitty's Litter Box. Available at kittieslitterbox.com, all lowercase, no hyphens, no commas, no numbers, at signs, or anything. It's just Kitty's Litter Box, all one word, kittieslitterbox.com. And we're with Zigzag here from Granite Falls. Now, where is Granite Falls, North Carolina? It's in between Hickory and Lenoir. Well, walk right into I'm, that I'm, one. I'm about, I'm about 70 miles from Asheville. Okay, okay. Kind of, kind of like in the foothills. Lenore okay. uh, is, a, is a foothill um, thing. So um, Granite Falls is a, is a very nice subdivision off to itself. I've had so many people tell me I've got to go to Asheville, that if I go to Asheville, I'll probably never leave. You know, that it's just beautiful. The music there is fabulous, and the, and the people are, are friendly. <laughs> yeah. For a guy who does a podcast, I'm not a big fan of people, you know. <laughs> but but my, 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 my caveat is I deal with musicians, so we're not really people, right? <laughs> okay, there you go. <laughs> now you're on to something. That's right. So let's let's uh let's try and get a little lighter and get out of the, the depth of this uh harrowing rock opera that's okay. going to illustrate how life has changed all around us. And uh let's talk about some of the like when you've toured. Obviously, you've had some success. How far have you gone? Have you gone worldwide? Have you stayed in the state? Have you gone? Well, back in you know, my main touring days was back in 1980. Um, that's how I met my music producer George Wise, um, and I went out. We formed a band, um, and and met. I, I took it to Sarasota, Florida, and uh, these were some of the best music. While I was working in nuclear work. Uh -huh. as, I, as I said, I'm a last surviving member of Three Mile Island recovery team. Right. So I was traveling from nuclear reactor to nuclear reactor and helping refuel and designing special products like fiber optics and robots. Um, so I met this band kept showing up and uh, George Wise was in it. Uh -huh. There was a guitar. Uh, I mean, uh, there was a uh, drummer by the name of Bill Ryder incredible drummer and a heart blower he i mean we're talking about some cool blues and basically what i decided to do after three mile island was to leave the industry and um uh, um i had a my marriage fell apart i was traveling all the time and came home from a nuclear reactor and caught my wife <laughs> so i mean that that is uh that goes down to the song young men crying uh -huh. And actually, I wrote Young Men Crying uh, in um, in a nuclear reactor in Toledo, Ohio. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> Inspiration comes from the weirdest places, doesn't it? <laughs> it does. It does. It's a, that's a true story. That's something. So what what's the inspiration about 
uh, the inspiration was, I mean, after we hear you knew and how my heart was broken, the inspiration was getting myself back on my feet and doing something about it. Oh, okay. In other words, I said, you know, I'm basically, I I sing about the Toledo acid rain and then I'm heading for the Mason Dixon line Uh and I'm getting stronger now. In other words, I didn't allow what happened to destroy me. And that's young man crying. So you're the young man crying. I'm the young man crying. Yeah. In a Toledo acid rain. Wow. And, and, and you look fine. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I've, I've been very blessed. I mean, I've, I've had a lot of radiation doses, yeah. including the one at Three Mile Island, but I've been very blessed. Most of my associates are, associates are dead. Wow. That was a long time ago. That was, geez, 50, 1979. 79, 50. I think February 2nd, 1979. 40, 45 years ago, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Well, uh, the next song we were going to do was You Knew that you just referenced, but since we're talking about Young Man Crying, let's just do that one. Okay. Okay. All right. And this is a song, it was a transition song then? Like your. This song is on the album um, Give the Dog a Bone. I okay. highly recommend that album. That yeah. album is so good. Yeah. What do you like about it? Well, I like a, I like the work that my producer did. Okay. Uh, the uh, you know a, a drummer uh, by the name of Tim Pickens, keyboard player um, uh, Steve Keeter. Um, we had, um, of course, me and um, uh, we 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 shot some of the product. We did some of the production at Griffin Studios in Greenville, South Carolina, and then sent it back to our producer in Washington to take it the rest of the way. Uh-huh. Uh, so it's um, that song, that that album means an awful lot to me. Well, it seemed like a big part of your life, a big change it is in a your big life. Part yeah, of my life. yeah. Songs on it called uh, Give the Dog a Bone, uh, Two Ares Me Concion, Columbine, The Trench Coat Mafia. Wow. I wrote uh, music about, there's one called The Atomic Cowboy, and I was called The Atomic Cowboy. Really? In my work. And we were all Atomic Cowboys. I was in about a 40-man special product group, and they called us Atomic Cowboys. That's funny. Because there's a band called The Atomic Cowboys. We repaired nuclear reactors all over the place. There is a band called The Atomic Cowboys. I didn't know that. Yeah. (laughs) I didn't know that. You just told me something I didn't know. I I believe so. I believe... uh... Uh, yeah, you look them up. I believe they're pretty I'll have good. to check if, it out. If it's the band I'm thinking of, I've seen them in St. Louis when I was there a couple of years ago. They came to a barbecue festival and another concert. I really like them. I, they got a really good Southern blues style to them. You know, and oh, that's a, I got to check that out. Yeah, for sure. Comic Cowboy. Comic Cowboys. But right now we're going to listen to Zigzag and Nod Notwin, the band, and a song called Young Man Crying here on the Music of America podcast.
Crying Zigzag and Nod Nutwin from Granite Falls here on the Music of America podcast. I'm your host, Tom Pollard. We've got one more song that Zig talked about briefly. We're going to discuss in just a moment. I want to talk a little bit about amps. So are you a, a 30 amp guy? Because I've got like a 50 and 100 watt amp, but this 30 from Landry Amps probably beats them both. It's the LS30. Came to Bill Landry from taking the red channel from the 100 watt LS100G3 
and made one channel a lower voltage EL34 powered amp. After building his prototype, he divided the one channel into two channels with a shared stack. As it turns out, it worked really well together, has bright switches, separate gain controls, and master volumes on both channels. Bam! The LS30 from Landry Amps, all the goodness of an EL34, all this, and barely over 25 pounds. It's the LS30 from Landry Amps. Check him out. He's got a YouTube page called Landry Amps, Landry, L-A-N-D-R-Y, or his website where he'll walk you through each of his amps, and you can just pick out the one that you like the best, www.landryamps.com. Zig Zach, our guest here on the Music America podcast, and Zig, before we go any further, we should probably give a nod to Nod Notwin and a shout out to your bandmates. So who is in Nod Notwin? Well, we have uh, primarily um, our uh, producer um, is uh, Blake Scott. He's also a band member. He plays key. He, he's got like 11 keyboards. I mean, he's a, he's a master at keyboard. We've got George Wise, who is our music director uh, and uh, the guy I've been with a long time. Mm-hmm. Now, we have a host of musicians we can call on. Okay. Uh, depending, de- depending on, the, the, I've got three, four different shows oh, really? um, okay. that, that we can that we can uh, call on, and like uh, uh, Clyde Maddox and and uh, Mike McKenzie are still active. Um, uh-huh. And <clears throat> the thing of it is, we have a ho- I mean, Blake Studio. He's got studio cats. Okay. So I, I don't want to go down and start listing the names of the studio cats right, to, right. and miss one. Let's put it exactly, down. exactly. You're gonna you're gonna have somebody come and say, "Well, you didn't say me." Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. And, and we're do you record in Asheville or do you, is the studio in Granite Falls? Or? Well, we have. I mean, the studio. I mean, I the the pre production. I write music. Right. And I and I hear you know I I write it raw. It's just my guitar and me. And then once we uh, we start moving that stuff around, uh, it goes to my um, my music director who is actually in Greenville, South Carolina. Okay. Which is packed with art and talent, man. Y'all, yeah, you check that place out. And um, and then it, it's it, then it's sent to my head producer Blake Scott, and then he does his stuff, and we go back and forth and make changes. We so I'd like to do this or do that. What do you think? And it's so we collaborate, mm-hmm. and then the, the final thing is when I physically go to Washington um, and actually sing the, my lead part. Okay. Um, but what what we ha- had to learn how to work that way because when the lockdown came. Mm-hmm. We were in lockdown, so we had to learn how to write and produce our music virtually. As did a lot of people. It was a tough time, and it was it was that that was the death of a lot of musicians' careers. You know, death of a lot of musicians. Period. But it was the death of a lot of musicians' careers too. At that time, I was promoting some big time concerts, and then when it all came down, it just it all came down with it. Now, obviously, in talking to you, obviously you're a lyrics guy. You know, you've got something to say. You've got a lot of some things to say. And you've found a voice on how to say that. Where do you fit in in the music? Do you do a lot of the music? Do you do half of the music? Or do you contribute when one of the other guys says, well, I've got- I, 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 I like usually the way it comes to me, I have an emotion. And the first thing I write is a melody on the guitar that matches that emotion. Really? 
Okay. And then so, and then at that time, once the melody is finished and it's done as professionally as I can get it, uh, then I and so I play with me and the guitar and I sing into like my iPad and I have a one touch and record it. Then we shoot that. I shoot that to the producer and then he take does things to it, shoots it to the music director, and then shoots it back and then I show up and start singing. But it begins with a melody and an emo an emotion. Yeah, it's a, it, the, the way I work is to me the lyrics always comes last. Uh huh. In other so, words, I only I only wrote one song with no guitar. It was called "A Sea of Tears," but I heard the melody in my head and wrote the words while I was driving down the road. Wow. That that was one one instance. Uh, and for some reason, uh, writing and lyrics once i was uh the international poet of the year for three years i didn't know that wow and That's so uh, i i had i had been published um as a known poet and um and so i mean to me writing music comes kind of easy uh-huh well yeah i've never had what i would call writer's block do you have a muse something somebody in your life that's a source of inspiration that Oh, there are many of them. Yeah. Um, look, I mean, I mean, growing up, I mean, you know, I had, I, I was about 25 years old, had drinks with the Doobie Brothers after a concert. Yeah. Growing up. I mean, you know, man, yeah. it just, it just, um, and, and then the muse to me, it's, it vibrates in from life. It's all okay. about life, man. Yeah. I mean, you know, the thing of it is, I'm concerned about the kids growing up because, you know, instead of picking up an instrument, learn how to play it and how to read music, they use that artificial intelligence with one finger. Right. You know, and, and so that's not moves to me. It bothers me, like a, a friend of mine, I went over to his house, we sat around and played acoustics for a couple hours the other night, and he does a Santa Claus gig, okay? And so he went to whatever that, thing is that writes things for you i can't remember what it's called it's an ai software and it goes to whatever that's called and uh he says write me a thank you letter for my successful year as santa claus and this thing kicks out a perfectly written professional letter and he said mm -hmm. i tweaked it a little bit and personalized it mm -hmm. but after that all i had to do was i just had to type it into the computer and print yeah, it out that's, for a, me. That's, a, that's how it's working but i gotta tell you now that's a, i used to be a future so I, uh, when i was in wilmington north carolina uh -huh. doing the uh, film uh, uh, uh money machine i was also the ceo of a research and development firm uh -huh. my firm designed the first laptop counter for nascar oh wow <laughs> and so um you know i have uh, a lot of different aspects that i can draw on in life <laughs> that that adds uh i mean inspiration but i mean right now what we're looking at is life trying we want to write the next album to really make people feel good uh, -huh. uh the next album is going to be i mean we're not going to deal with the mess in the world and all that i mean you can people really see it on the news and stuff so our next two albums are going to be really cool neat so the last song here, um, where you're talking and you're poet and you've got all this life experience and you just, you're very political in what you're writing. And the song is called, you knew, are you the you and you knew like you knew the, this. the you, you knew the you and you knew was my beautiful redheaded wife. Oh, okay. 
In fact, the next lady I married was a beautiful redheaded wife. <laughs> but um, the um, the you knew was about her, and uh, she knew, for example, that I didn't lie to her. I've been on the road, but man, uh -huh. you know, I never touched another woman. Right. You know, I was faithful to my wife, but yeah. had to travel a lot and stuff like that. But you knew I really did love you. Oh, that's cute. But that doesn't matter now because it's not the same. Uh, how come? What's changed? Well, what changed was my relationship with her. Um, I had a son by her um, that I had to, I legally took away from her, as a matter of fact. Mm -hmm. um, but it, it had changed it because I had loved her at that point. Yeah, yeah. I loved her at that point, and what changed was I didn't love her anymore. But she knew when you did. Right. And that's what you knew is about, right? That's what I knew. Yeah. That's sweet, man. That's that's touching. That's terrible. I really up. hope y'all enjoy this <laughs> this uh this song, man. It's it's one of our best. I can't wait to share it right now. We're gonna listen to it zigzag and the Nod Not ones. The whole band's on this, right? Not not when band is fine. Yeah, okay. All right. And the song is called You Knew here on the Music of America podcast.
Zig Zach from Granite Falls, North Carolina, here on the Music of America podcast. And Zig, this is my favorite part of the show because I don't have to really do anything. <laughs> it's called Shameless Self-Promotion. This is where you get to talk about albums or, in your case, movies that might be coming out, projects that are coming out uh, in 2024. Uh, you mentioned a couple of albums that you're that you're going to be writing. Uh, your, your concert presentation, I can't wait to hear about the success of that. And, and where can we find you? Where can we find your music? Where can we support you? Where can we buy your stuff? Let's hear it all. Okay. All right. Uh, first of all, all our albums are on 150 platforms like Apple, Diesel, um, iHeartRadio. It's out there and available. We've got uh, an album called uh, uh, we uh, called um, Chicken Farm. We got an album called Give the Dog a Bone. We got an album called Great Reset. We got an album called Raw. Um, we got an, uh, another album that deals with vacations and things of that nature. Um, and so you can get that anywhere. We're going to sell um, CDs and vinyl, but we're going to do it in a way where um, they're going to be special. It's not going to be mass produced. It's going to be it's going to be special. Uh-huh. And another thing I've got is a is a guitar and out uh, guitar and an amplifier that we've designed that I've designed called the Newton Brown, and that is a very special. Uh, there's not a guitar and album a, a guitar amp and a guitar like that in the entire world. Um, and I could go into great detail about that, but I won't. Do you did um, you design it or did you actually build them? We built it. The prototype oh, okay. is built. Uh huh. I mean, the prototype cost me about 10 grand. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and so, um, that, uh, <clears throat> and also, uh, I'm planning to do feature film. I'm going to do a feature film called The Great Reset, uh-huh. where we want to do like three concerts and get the film crew in and, and do, and, um, and do the shoot and, and, and that kind of stuff. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm looking at post production to use artificial intelligence. Really? I'm not going to lie to you. I am. I mean, but to me, the hit, not 
not getting rid of the human part. Uh-huh. Do the human part, the human music is real. Right. The concert is real. The film is real, but we're going to use it to spice up the story in the post-production. Okay. Uh, you can go to uh, nodnotone.com and uh, you can look at what we got, uh, what we're putting out there. If you go to Zigzag Magazine, we have our own magazine. No kidding, that's amazing. And uh, go to the magazine, and you can read about. And we're we're supporting the independent artists. I'm supporting artists that that are attached to our Facebook page. Um, collaborations. We talk about groups. We talk about. And another thing you need to know. Um, quantum computing is coming in five years. It's going to change everything. What's that? But anyway, next oh, to next to um to that um what we're doing uh, also, I've got the long term uh, feature film that I'm thinking about. Depending on what happens with uh, the Smith Estate, yeah, uh, I think I can raise money to produce that pretty easily. Um, and so. Uh, you got all our records out there. You got our, our website. You got our, our Facebook page. You can check the Facebook page out. Uh, we've got 5,000 followers. Uh, and, but they're special followers. They're mm-hmm. musicians, producers, actors, script writers. Um, yeah. they're, they're, uh, engineers. They're, uh, it, it, so in other words, I, it took me over a year to, put this this Facebook page together, but we have a lot of people on there that is is into the independent artist movement. There you go. Is it the zigzag Facebook page or is it the not 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 one Facebook not, not page. Facebook page. Okay. You can just face go to Facebook and go not not one. Yeah. Um and then but we have uh <clears throat> so these are some of the things that we want to do. I mean you could see how um our risk could have very high rewards yeah yeah sounds fascinating man i can't wait to see some of these projects can't wait to listen to the entire opera now when i get back to working on my my studio and uh want to have you guys all in the studio one of these days when it's together i'd yeah, love it man i would fun. love to come to it's vermont well i'm up in vermont now we're so i'm in vermont about six months out of the year and then missouri six months basically six months like we're, i'm just in town some Friends of mine are playing a concert here, and I wanted to go see it. So, that's <laughs> you know, cool. it's, it's what you do when you're retired, man. You get to you get to travel. You know so. what you ought to do? I mean, I don't know if they're going to do it again, but Mike Shipley, he's one. He, I wrote a bio on him, excellent songwriter. Yeah, I put has done an annual uh, songwriters festival, and it's oh. in it's in it's near Nashville, Tennessee. Uh-huh. And I there was a hundred songwriters there. I, I love it. I mean, one of the coolest things about the show is talking to singer-songwriters and how so many different styles, how people write, how their writing technique is different, how their inspiration is different, how some people will just wake up in the middle of the night and start writing. Some people will take them months to put a plan together, and then they sit down and get it done. And just so many ideas that come, and it's fascinating. We got, we got a, com- a comedy song coming up in the next album called Dark Side of the Sun. It's about <laughs> stupidity. <laughs> oh, that's funny. That's funny. <laughs> Can't wait to hear it. <laughs> well, <laughs> you got me. Zig, thank you so much. It's been a lot of fun. It's been a pleasure, Tom. I mean, I really enjoyed this. It was, this a, it was a real inspirational discussion. 
It really is good. And I love the message and I love what you're saying. And I hope that people really open up their ears and open up their eyes. Okay. And you know what that means. I pray they do. I mean, we, we went Amen, out bro. on the limb to tell the truth. Amen, brother. Good luck to you. And thank you for uh, surviving. Even though you got canceled, you're still surviving mm -hmm. and, and fighting the fight, man. Got to keep it up. You have a blessed day, my friend. Thank you very much. Zigzag, our guest here. And uh, up next, Doc Rosen Penny, the Wonder Dog, wraps up our visit to North Carolina here on the Music of America podcast. You've been listening to the Music of America podcast. If you like today's show, please go to the website at www.musicofamericapod.com or our Music of America podcast Facebook page. Like us and follow the show and episodes. We tally the votes of all our shows, and the most listened to shows will be rebroadcast on our best of shows at the end of the season. I look forward to having you with us again and listening to the Music of America.